Today on the newscast, we're joined by the one and only Colonel Oliver North, who's here to break down the price America is paying for rejecting God and how we can turn things around. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to TBN's New York City studio. I am here today finishing up a very important one hour program called The Gathering Storm Against America. Now mark your calendars. This will air on TBN on Tuesday, July 12th. Again, it's called The Gathering Storm Against America featuring the one and only Colonel Oliver North. You'll hear more from him in a minute. Colonel Allen West, Senator Joni Ernst, Colonel Richard Kemp, uh, Pastor Jack Hibbs, a great lineup identifying the problems, the threats gathering against the United States right now, but even more importantly, the solutions. You won't want to miss it on July 12th, the gathering storm against America. And if you think there isn't a storm, that there aren't threats at this doorstep, uh, consider this. Number one, 85%, according to a new poll released this week, 85% of all American adults believe the United States is moving in the wrong direction. Secondly, Gallup recently released a very eye-opening poll showing that religious belief, Christianity in America is declining at a very rapid rate. Uh, put it, to put it in perspective, the Gallup poll showed that in 1944, during World War II, when the battle against Hitler and Japan was raging, nearly every American, some 99%, of all Americans at that time believed in God. Fast forward to 2011, it was still 92% of all Americans believed in God. And now in 2022, that number is down, according to this Gallup poll, to only 81% of all Americans hold belief in the Creator. Now that's down uh, 11 percentage points in just 11 years if this polling by Gallup is correct, and hey, to put it to even more stark perspective, only 68% of Americans between the ages of 18 and 29 hold belief in God. Colonel Oliver North, the one and only, our good friend, identifies this as the biggest problem facing the United States today, a turn away from God. He talks about it in his great new book, Tragic Consequences. Folks, it is a must-read. I strongly encourage everyone to pick it up. Colonel North lays out not only the many problems facing the United States today, but even more importantly, the solutions. Here it is, my interview with Colonel Oliver North. We've got a lot going on right now in this country, a lot of problems, the economy, abortion, the racial divide, political disunity. But in your new book, Tragic Consequences, you say that none of those are the largest problem facing America. What is the greatest problem facing this country right now? Well, it's spiritual. I mean, the fact is there's fewer people going to church. There's fewer people doing Bible studies. There's fewer people who are actually putting themselves second to God. We've got a lot of ego in this country. We've got a, a lot of people telling us, if you don't like the body you got from God, you can change the body you got from God. You just do enough surgery and, you know, theoretically, men can then have babies or people who were born as men. We got people trying to tell us none of those biblical admonitions called the Ten Commandments really matter anymore. This is a how-to book on how to save the country. I, I say that to you because uh, 
One, one of the things that happened when I was a kid, I was in the last high school class in America where you could pray in a public school. 1961 is the year I graduated from high school, and ours was the last class where we could say these words. Almighty God, we acknowledge our dependence upon you and beg your blessings on us, our parents, our teachers, and our country. That's the prayer that was ruled unconstitutional. How offensive is that? 11 years later, the Supreme Court again weighs in on a great matter, and that was the issue of abortion. They take Roe v. Wade and they basically say, a woman has a right to make a choice between the birth of the child or not. Essentially, authorizing the way Roe v. Wade was decided, euthanasia for a kid, infanticide. And so the sanctity of human life, God-given life, okay, all those same words that are in our Constitution, in our, in our Declaration of Independence, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, all God-given gifts, right? We don't even consider that anymore. So this book is, a, if you will, a how-to book. Every chapter lists with a problem from guns in schools to abortion to the massive drug use, the crime that's rampant in our country right now, the failure of our, all, our military forces, all of those kinds of things are in this book. And then there's a guide list at the back end as to what we can do about it. One issue you mentioned, guns in the schools, obviously a major issue right now in the wake of some of these mass shootings. You have a chapter about mass shootings. What can be done about that? Now, Democrats obviously are calling for more gun control. Is that the answer, and is there a deeper reason behind these mass shootings? Well, there's no doubt there's going to be some kind of, quote, gun control regulation that comes out of all of what's happened this past summer, and more, more likely going to happen continually, to include what might have been an attempted assassination of a, of a Supreme Court justice here this past few days. I look at those problems and I say to myself, if I were given the job of fixing this problem, what would I do? Well, the first thing I would do isn't sit around and, and argue at each other in various houses of legislature, right? Like the U.S. Senate and the U.S. House of Representatives. I would take several hundred million dollars that were available through the, all the stuff we did for COVID and didn't spend yet, and devote that to putting armed school resource officers in every school. Number two, I would take down the signs in front of all these schools that say, gun-free zone. Simply have to say, we're not going to permit you to bring a firearm in here, but the cops and the school resource officers have them. And number three, I would start hiring some veterans because situational awareness at that final step, you will need to protect this piece of terrain. Okay, that becomes the enemy's target. You need to interdict the enemy before they can get there. You have to have intelligence on the enemy before they attack you in the middle of the night and you don't expect it. And finally, at that point, you also have to have the ability to stop an attack. We do that for our military bases. We do it for our ships at sea. We do it for our air bases. We make places like hospitals and airports and banks and government buildings bastions against bad guys carrying guns into them. Why aren't we doing any of that with the schools? Why are we trying to go after the guns instead of just protecting the schools? It's beyond me. They sound like common sense solutions, Colonel, but we live in times where common sense is not so common, sadly. Hey, <laughs> two chapters in the book, I think, really go hand in hand. Today, you have a chapter on abortion and a chapter on mob violence. We see the two kind of combined right now. You mentioned these threats against the life of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. We've seen mobs gather outside the homes of Supreme Court justices. In the book, you say we're, we're, today we're almost in the times of Noah. 
once again. Is this indicator of a larger breakdown in law and order and respect for authority in America? There's no doubt that when people turn away from God, bad things happen. I mean, and that's where we are today. It's not a matter of God's punishing us. God's simply saying, these people don't care about who I am. They're, they're basically saying, I, me, I can do anything that I want. I, there are no rules for me. All of that, that kind of attitude is the kind of thing that has left us in a godless society. And I, my concern is that what we're going to end up with is a whole new generation that has no idea why we used, why we used to go to church. When you think of cancel culture today, big tech, obviously, social media shutting down uh, conservative views. Did you ever think you'd see a time like this in the United States? I'd love to hear your take on that cancel culture, which has become so prevalent today. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's not just the New York Times and CBS or CNN. It's every part of the major media. It's, a, it's part of the entertainment industry. I mean, we now have wokeness going on at places like Disney, crying out loud. We're going to insist that schools teach the fact that there is no such thing as an identifiable gender. Well, that's a denial of the reality of life. It's a denial of biology, of science. The fact is, we can't change the outcome of what God made us, except by prayer, belief, that whole idea that if you believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that he was raised from the dead, you're saved. That whole concept is foreign to so many people, probably over half of America today. We can change that by visible prayer, by being the kind of people who behave as though they really meant those words. In the book, you also have practical common sense solutions on how we can reclaim the culture for Christ here in the United States, because this is not just a political battle, it's obviously a spiritual battle, and part of that is the poisonous culture that our kids are being exposed to every day. How can we reclaim the culture for Christ? What are some ways we can do that? I'd love to see you know conservative billionaires put the kind of money into things like the entertainment industry that very liberal far left billionaires are put where they put their money. I mean, if you look like what Soros did, appointing, getting elected district attorneys all across America who don't believe in locking up criminals, the whole concept of of what we need to be is in chapters of this book. And the end of every chapter deals with a very specific set of rules and guidelines that if we carried them out, we can change things. And as I say, one of the ways we change things in the right direction is in the nominating process that we're going through across America right now. And some of it's gonna continue out into August. In the nominating process, find the kinds of people who understand what the tragic consequences are and will get out there and help elect them to office. Behave the way you expect others to behave. You can't say one thing and behave it differently. In fact, one of the most disheartening things that we've ever seen in Christianity is when very visible Christian leaders, and we can all think of some names, but very visible Christian leaders turn out to have feet of clay. And of course, the far left is going to take every advantage of that saying, see, they're all like that. We're not all like that. Proof of that is the network that you're on. I know you're, in particular, you're very concerned, of course, Russia, China, North Korea, but you've mentioned Iran as well recently and, and a potential Middle East war as something that concerns you and something we could see. What are your thoughts on that? I'll tell you what, if you think the price of gasoline is high now, wait till the first Middle East war. What's going to happen if the Iranians are bold enough to launch even a conventional attack from Lebanon with the help of Hamas coming out of Gaza? What's going to happen out there is the price of oil is going to double from what it already is. 
And what we need to be doing is helping to rebuild those relationships because Iran is a, a truly loose cannon on the gun deck of state. They're capable of doing almost anything. And if they have a nuclear weapon, I believe that they would use it. Probably the most likely user. And they would use it first against Israel and then try to use one against us. Colonel Oliver North, as always, thank you. Thanks for your service to this country. We appreciate it. God bless you. He does. You're new too, brother. Semper Fi. Thanks again to our good friend, the one and only Colonel Oliver North. Folks, again, the book is called Tragic Consequences. I strongly encourage you to pick it up. You can buy it at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold. Again, Colonel North lays out not only the problems, and if you watch The Watchmen on a regular basis, you are very aware of what ails America. More importantly, he lays out the solutions. I believe, and Colonel North believes, that the ultimate solution can be found in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people humble themselves, God says, and turn to me, seek my face, pray, and turn away from their wicked ways, I will heal their land and I will bless them yet again. And that's, I believe, as a proud American, I believe we need that in the United States right now. We are on a slippery slope, folks, but there is still time to turn this thing around. In the meantime, if you like that clip and you want to see more like it, be sure to tune in to our 30-minute Watchmen TV show. If you like the newscast, you will love our weekly program on TBN. It airs tonight, Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, also Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The interview with Colonel North will be part of tonight's program, but if you want to see the full show before anyone else, remember you can become a Watchmen Premium member. Just go to our homepage here on the YouTube channel, click join, and for $4.99 a month, you not only help to keep us on the air, but you get the exclusive first look at every brand new episode of The Watchmen Show before anyone else, including some exclusive behind-the-scenes commentary from yours truly, and we've got some great offers coming up for our premium members, including exclusive premium member Q&A. It's going to be exciting stuff this summer. We'll be debuting some of those little perks for our loyal watchmen and women on the wall. Hey, if you are not a premium member, don't worry. We still love you. But we wanted to offer something a little more, a little special for our loyal viewers who are tuning in every single day. Hey, folks, thanks so much for joining us here today from New York City. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.